Do you have a light? We took a little break week, but um, a very, I think, entertaining to be culture-packed episode of the Smoking Porch podcast. I am greeted, joined once again by my very iconic first guest ever has decided to come back and be tortured some more. Um, JC Lenz is on the pod. Hi, JC. Hello. Hi. I can't Uh, wait to talk about succession. Oh, shit, dude. I... Yeah, guys. Okay, just so you know, before we get into things, we are going to be talking about Succession, the episode that just came out last night, probably two nights ago, if you're listening, whatever. The one with Connor's wedding. So there's obviously spoilers if you don't know about it. So if you don't want to hear them, just don't listen. Um, I know we've got a whole bunch of funny and entertaining and whatever things to talk about because JC is a culture queen. (laughs) honestly probably more so than anyone else I at least know in my personal life you're really (laughs) I just think everything is insane and hilarious and I love it every day it gets worse (laughs) yeah (laughs) like I'm sorry I want to talk about the giveaway but before we do that like the fucking Dalai Lama today (laughs) oh my god that was the first I opened my eyes this morning and I had like a CNN update and that was the first thing I read about this morning so, oh wow I, I'm sorry <laughs> something I never wanted to know ever under any circumstance like I don't know of course his PR team like the Dalai Lama's PR team starting to brush it off as like he likes to holiness, joke around his holiness likes to joke around so weird (laughs) oh i'm so bothered so guys um if you're not a culture queen like us i think it's been on apple news it's been everywhere i can't get away from it been everywhere and i wish i could get away from it like i don't want to have to block the word like dalai lama and tongue but virtually the (laughs) the dalai lama like you know the dalai lama like orange robe red sash glasses (laughs) i don't really know what his whole deal is i'm gonna be honest is he like the head of buddhism no i think he's like a tibetan like activist or something i think but then somehow he's like a religious leader too i gotta like this up well i don't actually know i'm googling what is the dalai lama because i feel like if i just type in dalai lama i'm just gonna get yeah you're just gonna get the term story (laughs) Which we'll explain, don't worry. What is the Dalai Lama? Um, the 14th Dalai Lama, and known to the Tibetan people as Gual... I shouldn't be trying to say this. Yawa Koche <laughs> is the current Dalai Lama, also the highest spiritual leader and head of the country of Tibet. He's the head of the country of Tibet. He's considered a living bodhisattva, especially a bodhisattva. <laughs> It's not pronounced the same, but it is. It's B-O-D-H-I-S-A-T-T-V-A. Not to be confused with the beer. So I don't know. I think that he is, JC was right, a spiritual leader. But apparently he leads the country of Tibet. And this morning he told a child on camera to (laughs) suck his tongue. 
I just, I don't understand. It's Maybe it's a translation thing, but I doubt it. Well, it just looks like, I mean, part of me kind of buys the like, oh, his holiness likes to joke around. Because who the fuck would say that in public? <laughs> I, I mean, if, like, even like Jeffrey Epstein style child molesters are not going to say that they're being filmed. Yeah. Who's telling anyone to suck someone's tongue? I know. And like, what did, what would have happened if the boy would have done it? You know? <laughs> oh my God. I, I can't even. I and hated a, that story. It's a terrible <laughs> thought that when I was a kid, when I was like in fifth grade, not <laughs> take that back when I was like five years old I was at the um, nursing home my grandpa lived at and I was like kind of a fat fuck and I had an ice cream <laughs> and I didn't want to share it so my um, mom was like Camille why don't you give your grandpa a lick and I licked his face <laughs> <laughs> not like in a bratty way but like mm, like just yeah. like a light lick but I was haunted by that forever and everyone <laughs> was in shock all the, like, the, the toothless old people were like, ah, 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 ah. oh my god. But what I'm saying, though, is like, kids sometimes do stuff, literally. And if that yeah. was like, I mean, and if it's the Dalai Lama, if that's, like, an important person yeah. to you as a little Tibetan kid. Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even really think about that. Yeah, that'd be good. kind of like if the Pope asked you to suck his tongue. I'm sure he has. I mean, this is really, <laughs> like, getting into the whole, like, <laughs> Catholic um, child it all comes back it Catholic. all comes back to the Catholic <laughs> but anyway that happened in the culture today there's just new ludicrousness every hour um, but before we continue to delve in on that okay yeah so the Dalai Lama is a gross man but didn't you um, you tweeted something that he endorsed or like Keith Raniere from next yeah. year and Do I remember um that like documentary yeah. about nexium the vow they, yeah the vow uh, there's this part where they were like yeah it was so cool like we knew it was real because keith was able to meet with the dalai lama and he like you know was like this is a very spiritual man or whatever and there's video of them meeting and it's like if keith if he can the dalai lama can be bought out by keith Raniere. That's and that scary lady from the Seagram's family, like they they literally just paid him money to meet the Dalai Lama, and I was like, that's so I it. didn't know it was a payout thing. I did yeah. not realize that because I well, that's what that's what they allude to in the documentary is like, well, with the Seagram's money, he could do anything. He could meet the Dalai Lama. The so that's Seagram's, all I got. The Seagram's <laughs> money was that um the lady with the glasses and the short yeah bag. she oh, was a really mousy lady. What, what a, she was a mousy lady like what a legacy <laughs> you could have been like continuing to work with Snoop Dogg or whatever you fucking yeah, you could, like, any access to the Dalai Lama before this tongue scandal was probably a pretty big deal yeah not she anymore. could have done more with her appearance let's be um yeah <laughs> she had all the money in the world and she wasted it away like pining after that pudgy little asshole and <laughs> Albany, New York. I can't believe it. The way people waste the money that they are blessed with. The, I know it's so insane. And like some people waste it on good things, but yeah, Keith Raniere and his little volleyball knee pads, sweaty <laughs> ass hair. I love that show because everyone that followed him is just so stupid. 
Didn't they do it? Oh, yeah. Them, but... Didn't they um, do a second season? Because I didn't watch it. Yeah, it's really good. Really? Shit. Yeah. Yeah, shit. Yeah, guys, yeah. watch The Vow on HBO. Google the Dalai <laughs> Lama if you want to be, like, kind of upset. Um, <laughs> okay, before we get into, like, the real meat here, we had some technical difficulties at the start. That's why it made it may have sounded rushed or apprehensive at the beginning of the pod. Um, so this is my second time reading this, but I want to announce the winners of the 20th pod episode Bic Lighter giveaway um, that I was really excited about and a lot of people actually participated, which I didn't think would happen. So thank you very much for your love and your support. Um, so basically, you guys, this contest was do a little Instagram entry thing, and the prize is a custom smoking porch big lighter, as as well as the opportunity to write a question and put it in the bin, um, which is a very prestigious award <laughs> <laughs> that not a lot of people get access to unless it's Jacey, then she gets it like every couple months. <laughs> um, Okay, so our winners, according to a internet randomizer thing, are uh, Tyler Tennyson. You're a winner. <laughs> Congratulations! I'll give it to you tomorrow <laughs> when we go to the cologne store in the mall. Um, our second winner is Gladys Hernandez. Love you, girl. I will DM you. Um, third winner is Anna Rivas. Love you, girl. I'll DM you. Um, fourth winner, and I'm glad that I actually didn't get two from this household. That wouldn't have been fair. Our fourth winner is Damon Sandridge. Yay! <laughs> Love you, girl. You. And then um, our last winner is... Um, I don't know why I'm taking so long. Though. Our last winner is Riley Connors. Woo! Thank you for being my, I think actually my number one fan, Riley. You're a you're a real champ. And now he told me that he stopped smoking. He wants to frame it and hang it on his wall. Riley. Well, I, that's nice. It is nice. Riley, I hope that um either you do that and you know put it next to your body pillow of me. <laughs> or um you could just start smoking again. Be cool. Okay. Um, it's a Monday night. Yesterday was Easter. Did you have a nice, did you have a nice holiday? Um, yeah, I just made breakfast and then watched like eight hours straight of 90 Day Fiance. I've never watched that actually. It's really great. I know the whole moment. That little yeah. short, greasy man. I remember him. Yeah, he's the worst person alive, but it makes really good TV. So that's what I did. Yeah, that sounds lovely. I yeah. watched, um, well, not technically on Easter, but I watched The Passion of the Christ. Oh my God. My mom. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Um, yeah, a long time ago. Yes. I, yeah. I mean, it's, it's good and it's just weird. I don't know. I, I made my mom watch the South Park about it. Like, yeah, I was going to say, I always think about the South Park episode about it. But during the South Park episode, like, um, Stan and Kenny go, and they say this isn't even a real movie. And I was like, because, you know, when I watched it, I was, like, so emotionally moved and, like, disgusted and scarred. And then I'm like, 
honestly this is not a real movie it's just like a few hours of like yeah. you know what's gonna happen and you're just like watching this torture it's, it, yeah it's really gory for no purpose i yeah. don't think also whatever sort of like in my opinion whatever sort of like spiritual um moment it has is negated by the fact that it's made by mel gibson no. <laughs> it's the writer and director and like person who produced it financed it mel gibson <laughs> mel gibson that's the whole fucking point of this um south park thing is like cartman worships mel gibson and then he uses <laughs> like the increased like religiosity of people watching the passion to um like basically feed into and like grow on his already existing anti-semitism Hi to your dog. Yeah. There he is. Hi. Hey, oh God, he's hey, tipping baby. over the table. <laughs> Have him come on as a guest. Come here. Oh. <laughs> hey, baby. Oh, he's gorgeous. So no, but Cartman, Cartman like becomes a little hitler. Kyle, the Jewish kid, feels responsible for killing Jesus and like asks the Jews <laughs> in the town to atone. It's really funny and like, yeah, that's a really and, good episode. And then they go and see Mel Gibson, and he's like fucking insane and crazy, and he like literally hops around like Daffy Duck, and he like comes out of like different doors in his house wearing like Carmen Miranda disguises and saying nonsensical <laughs> things. And like the moral of the story is basically that. Um, no matter what the impact of that film might have been, like JC was said, it's completely negated by Mel Gibson, the crazy asshole. He's just a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Do and he keeps being able to make movies. Is it? Is he doing? Has he made a movie recently? I don't know. Remember I guess that, that's not true. Remember that whole thing on. Um, the Nathan for You show, what was that called? The rehearsal? The rehearsal, yeah, about um, Apocalypto. That was so fucking funny. <laughs> Her favorite movie. I need that show to go back. I know. It was That's a weird... my brother's favorite movie, too. Apocalypto, really? Yeah. Well, now I kind of feel like I should watch it if like two people like it. I had never even heard of it. It's about like it's, the lion. It's very, like, you know, in Passion of the Christ and um all the like people like the romans are like jewish coded they've uh -huh. got like big noses and yeah. um uh he kind of it's about like the mayans or whatever and he makes them like very like they've got like sharp pointy teeth <laughs> and like <laughs> i don't know that's his little twist on it but. he puts his little like racist twist on things yeah. i get it i um one thing that i thought was really interesting about passion though is the girl that gives jesus water <laughs> she, like, gives a cup of water is the actress that was in white lotus that plays the manager of the hotel no way yeah i don't remember her name but she like is the only person that like has a little moment with jesus as he's like being whipped and beaten on the way up the hill with like holding the cross but i was like oh my god she was in white lotus <laughs> good for her that's pretty cool yeah maybe she doesn't advertise it too much but yeah i probably wouldn't <laughs> yeah i don't know 
I mean, worth a watch. But yeah, Mel Gibson made it, so remember that. Yeah. Keep, that in mind. Um, <laughs> keep that in the back of your head. Keep that in the back of your head. Um, kind of on the same vein as Mel Gibson, the first time that I watched that South Park episode, um, it was right when Kanye was doing all of his like extremely anti-Semitic stuff a few months ago. Oh, nice, yeah. Like that episode really reminded me of the Kanye situation. I'm like, he's just certifiable. You can't take what he says seriously. No. Yeah, he's really. I love Kanye. Always have. Me too. Just can't be as vocal about it. And I don't like anything that he does anymore. (laughs) I know, like his music for. Just, like, his actions. Yeah. His music's always good, I yeah. feel like. Even Me his, too. like, kind of flop albums, there's always a couple good songs on it. A hundred percent, yeah. But, yeah, I think he's very unwell. Yeah, it's kind of sad to see. And, like, I know that you had shared that he, um, Donna Academy being sued. <laughs> Well, I actually, I, I looked into that. I actually did a little research at work today, which frankly, I usually don't do. And um, I read like about the lawsuit a little bit and it sounds kind of frivolous to me. Yeah. Like these teachers voluntarily worked at Donda Academy. That's what I was thinking. It's like, you know, like you're suing the school for like all these like violations and stuff. And it's like, you took a job with Kanye West school. I know. And they what were like, did you think was going to happen? I know. And in the complaint, it like says that the kids were only allowed to wear like black clothes by a certain designer. I'm like, that's the fucking point. Um, <laughs> and apparently they like could not bring food in from home, which honestly, knowing school systems nowadays, that's not like that insane because there's so many allergy restrictions and shit. Right. But but they had to eat sushi, right? They had to eat sushi. I mean, fucking boo hoo. You had to wear like a Rick Owens fucking school uniform and you got sushi for lunch every day i'm sorry <laughs> i know it sounds like a dream now wonderful apparently um something i think was really entertaining though is like there's a line that said um Kanye's allegedly afraid of stairs there's only <laughs> one floor in the building like for one why is that allegedly why is that even in the complaint the fact that the building was only one floor like that sounds like an odd issue to me but yeah, it's because he's afraid of stairs. <laughs> you know, we all have our traumas. It's okay. We, all we don't know what stores happen or what stairs happened. You know, I know. I mean, that played in his life. But. That's true. That's true. I have more problems. Who are the parents that are like putting their kids, like taking them out of a real school, and putting them in Donde Academy? I know. I want a camera on them. I want to know what those people are like. Wasn't it? Yeah, I wonder if they were like friends of his. Because it, it wasn't free, but it wasn't like that crazy expensive either. I mean, I yeah. think it's kind of like normal private school costs. If Do I you recall. think his kids were going? No, because Kim didn't want them to. Yeah, well, that's because she's, you know, not out of her mind. <laughs> so... I remember when she, when she like initially objected to it because it was before like all this shit and it was before he went really crazy anti-Semitic on everyone mm-hmm. like the DEFCON 5 comments and stuff yeah. but, um, but he uh, at the time I was kind of like okay that's just like <clears throat> her being intransigent and like 
rude that she was once married to this man he's like opening a school in his children's town and she like won't let him go i was like that just seems immature but now i'm like yeah it was yeah it's like that's you being like a responsible mother very much the right choice to not let your kids go to the state school that's open like three and a half months maybe if yeah oh my god i forgot that he opened his school i feel like i always see stuff in the news about him like opening all these things and it just like everything's so crazy that he does it just blows right past me and doesn't even surprise me i know he had been quiet for a while until that jonah hill thing which was like that was so weird (laughs) so weird but it was honestly so fucking funny it was really funny i saw it and i gasped and i feel like that's why you can never like ice kanye out completely just because it's like (laughs) i think they just he's just confused um, I want to I want to reread that because it's just a riot. Kanye West, Jonah Hill, post. Okay, um, listeners, if you aren't in on the culture yet again, <laughs> after being like pretty quiet on social media for a few months, posted a photo of the movie poster from Twenty One Jump Street, like the movie from two thousand twelve, Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. It says, watching Jonah Hill and 21 Jump Street made me like Jewish people again. <laughs> no one should take anger against one or two individuals and transform that into hatred towards millions of innocent people. No Christian can be labeled anti-Semite knowing Jesus is Jew. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That is a good movie. It is a I good movie. I think we can all admit it. 21 Jump Street is a very great movie. It's been so a while since I've seen it, but I, I get it too. But I can just like picture like this dumbass guy who's like in his big weird concrete house, like in some Yeezy sweats, like laughing by himself at 21 Jump Street. <laughs> it's kind of like that. I love like when he says something like really, really crazy that like there's no excuse for. But then you just read his comments of all his, like, absolute, like, fandom people that are obsessed with him. And they're like, you don't understand how his brain works. And they, like, just, like, completely, like, interpret it this other way to, like, make it make sense to them. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Those people are unwell. They they are unwell. I feel like Taylor, uh, on the flip side, like, the exact flip side of that coin, I feel like Taylor Swift fans are, like, that way, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. they fucking will like read into an image in the background of one of her music videos at like a specific moment and like and it's so stupid it's, it's, it never means anything good it's always like oh she's gonna have 13 tracks on her new album because there's a 13 <laughs> behind her it's like i don't fucking care <laughs> what am i supposed to do with that information i don't, I don't care the most recent one i saw and like trust me i'm not looking this shit up but like Elon's stupid new algorithm is force feeding it to me. Um, it was like a screenshot, and it was funny. Like someone uh, quote tweeted and said, "Like you're schizophrenic." <laughs> screenshot of a music video on the timestamp, and it said, "Look, a fire is lit in the background at 4:08 to signify her relationship with Joe Alwyn going up in flames." on 408 oh my god 
Your schizophrenia. No one has the t- <laughs> Literally, you're seeing things. Mental illness. Fifty-one, fifteen. <laughs> yeah, though they really make me mad because it's so pointless. The things that they're trying to like understand. Read a book. Read a book. That's if the thing. Some symbolism. Like, if you want some symbolism, read The Great Gatsby. <laughs> If you want to be that basic about your symbolism, just read The the Great Gatsby. It's less embarrassing. Okay, off topic a little tad bit, but I fucking hate, no offense, listeners, it's a good book. I'm not going to deny it. I'm not going to say it doesn't have some beautiful passages and it has the symbolism, but if you fucking say that The Great Gatsby is the best book that you read in high school all They've never, they, yeah, they haven't read a book in 15 years. They haven't read a book in 15 years. <laughs> Especially if they're like posting the quotes from the book. Like, yeah. like captions. Are you 13? So we beat on ceaselessly against the past. <laughs> <laughs> they are 13 and unfortunately when i was 13 it was when the fucking boz lerman movie came out oh yeah a little party never killed nobody <laughs> yeah that was a fun movie and i liked that book the first time i read it too but it's like i've also read other things <laughs> and i'm not gonna be posting about the great gatsby i'm no. 28 years old <laughs> thank you thank you i feel unfortunately i feel like that movie's really kind of gotten like marilyn monroe ross posterified like it's a beautiful book but it's yeah it was it was i guess like honestly though it's like it's a good book but like nothing really happens in it so it's hard to make a movie out of it because it's actually kind of boring yeah it's just it is like just laden with symbolism and like flowery language it's not like a yeah book I um <laughs> what was your favorite like ass- assigned reading in high school? Um oh god. Did I read? Um I remember liking um The Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. That was that is a plot like like plot driven book 100%. Yeah, I can't really remember what the other books were. I think I don't know. When I was in high school, I was like really trying very hard to be picking and different. And I remember, I I remember really liking ones that like other kids didn't so much. But it also could be like my Piscesness. I don't know. But did you read Ethan Frome? No, it was thin. It's like about this like old sad farmer man who like hates his life and hates his wife, and then um like his wife's cousin moves in with them in the winter and like he like starts to enjoy life again because he's like in love with her and then like spoiler alert for Ethan Frome him and the like pretty young cousin like try to they know that they can't be together so they try to <laughs> so like emo of me I'm sorry <laughs> no, they can't be together so they like go sledding and they intentionally try to kill themselves by riding on the same sled into a tree Oh my god. And I like thought that was so like poetic and beautiful, but they don't die. They both get paralyzed. And they have to live with that for the rest of their life. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> I have never read that. But no, but I'm on my list. <laughs> Honestly, I just gave you the whole plot, but it was a Maybe thing. I'm Libby. I know. Did you um did you do a separate piece too? About a that? separate piece? Yeah, it's like private boys' school. 
Maybe Northern Idaho books are different than Southern Idaho books. Yeah, they must be. Where my school was just not doing, and that's that could be the case. I don't even know. I mean, I don't know. I kind of had pretentious English teachers too, which was kind of rare and like surprising. But like yeah. long hair, fucking cable sweater. sweater. I always loved having required reading. So, like, and I remember I was one of the few kids that, like, actually read the books, and then I would have to talk about it, like, all during class, because it was me and, like, two other kids that had to, like, you know, follow the conversation, and, um, but I can't remember what other books we had. I can only remember Count of Monte Cristo. It was good. Which was good, yeah. I mean... I feel like that would be, I'm sure it's been made into a movie, but I feel like that as a movie would actually be very good. Mm -hmm. A lot of shit goes on. It's not like fucking 10 pages of prose kind of situation. Um, Yeah. Okay, but like as our childhood, um, big topic of the day, Barbie movie. (gasps) Yes. I can't wait. I can't wait too. Like, make cinema fun again for one like it looks amazing i love it i've seen the trailer multiple times i think ryan gosling's gonna be hilarious as ken he's I do so too. funny i do too like, i love that midge, the pregnant barbie's in it midge okay midge i don't remember her but the original photos of Mitch, she looks like that SNL character, like Dunice, like Kristen Wiig. Her forehead is huge. Yeah, I don't know why they made her forehead so gigantic, but I had that doll back in the day, and it came with a magnetic pregnant belly that, like, you could put the baby in the belly and then stick it on the doll. What? And so the yeah, baby was and, actually inside. Mm-hmm, so you could like pretend like, oh, she's having the baby now, and like take the belly off and take the baby out. How and fun. then there was like a like uh like a other like doll pack and you could get Alan, her husband, and then like another like like another kid, and then they would have like the baby, it was like grown like toddler stage. And so you could have like the whole family together and like different stages of the I loved it. Well, is that Michael Sarah playing Alan? Yeah. So I, like, am living, because I'm going to see my favorite dolls. Now I'm thinking about it, other than Kelly and Ken, well, there's Skipper, too. Skipper and Stacy. Stacy was another little, a little baby. Yeah, that was, like, her, I think that was, Skipper and Stacy were the, like, in-between little sisters of Barbie, I think. Oh, okay. I could be remembering wrong. Because I... I'm I'm just trying to think about like the little movie poster like character reveal that they did on Instagram for this movie and like aren't all the other women named Barbie like this Barbie yeah. poster this Bar-, and then it's just Midge <laughs> yeah because she's the only other the redhead doll is Midge for whatever reason and yeah I think that's like only like Barbie's one friend is Midge <laughs> that's pretty like fucking hilarious and the people of Barbie thought that was the funniest thing. Like, all the other dolls are, like, pretty and cute named Barbie. And then, like, the sad housewife pregnant ladies named Midge. Literally. That's, like, because I'm pretty sure Mattel was, like, well, we can't make a pregnant Barbie because Barbie's whole thing is that she's, like, 
a rock star and you know like the fantasy of it all like we can't make her be like a housewife and they're like well let's have midge do it like a pregnant midge doll like that's like trailer trash midge it's just yeah and i ate it up i I loved it i was i don't i don't know i was one of those like kind of slutty third graders that liked the brat stalls oh i did too yeah I mean, they were cool. They were cool. They were cool. I, mean, I definitely had Barbies as well. I think that, um, yeah, I just think it looks amazing. And I don't like how people are reacting to Ryan Gosling. Everyone needs to get a grip and realize he is a comedic genius. Yeah. And it's so funny. And Ken's have always looked a little weird. And so he really nails it on the head by looking a little weird. Yeah. Like with the like bleach blonde hair. And it's perfect. It's great. I just feel like Greta Gerwig like thought of like every single little funny detail that like happens with dolls. And I'm so excited to see. But like he, um, well, like one of the Ken's, I mean, this is kind of normal um, boy behavior, I guess. But like one of the Ken's is wearing a little, um, tank thing and his like nipples weirdly hanging out and he's got like <laughs> little things you know um yeah but they're saying that Ken like Ryan Gosling isn't a hot enough Ken and I'm like Ken is not a sex symbol no Ken's are weird looking I've never like I never thought that like Ken was like her like hot boyfriend no. like he, they are weird looking always they always have been I would try to steal my brother's G.I. Joe's so I could play with them with my Barbies instead of, like, my creepy Ken doll. That's so funny that you say that because I saw a tweet that was, like, if you wanted your Barbie to actually, like, have a sexy man, you would get, like, an action figure or, like, G.I. Joe. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. And I think that's so cute. Like, the humor is cute. I don't know. There was that scene where she's like, I think we might come over tonight. She's like, why? Like, because her boyfriend, girlfriend. (laughs) I know, I love that part. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah, it's, it's innocent. I, I like those, like, silly, innocent movies, you know? It's not... Mm-hmm. Like, and I like that they're not giving away, like, a lot of the plot. Mm-mm. And I think it's going to be pretty, like, like that's what they're going to do until they release it. And that's really exciting. I, I, I love that, too. I feel like trailers give away so much nowadays. Yeah. I don't I don't have like very long-term memory to be frank but I, I hate when you watch a trailer it's like two minutes long and you can tell every character yeah, you know the whole movie and like no and then you like see someone falling you know it's like I don't yeah. need to see that shit yeah surprise me give me the Barbie movie give me that little shot with her foot where it I know. the joy it's that I from that was just like so high it was through the roof Although I did think, I'm like, I feel like foot fetishes are going to be going to have a real head heyday. Yeah. <laughs> Margot had to show her feet in that other movie, too. Oh, was <laughs> What did she do with her feet? Were they just like, um, oh. She was in the movie theater alone and, like, kicked off her boots and, like, had her feet, like, up on the um, theater. And then it, like, the, like, camera panned, like, right to her feet. Him and his fucking feet. Every every movie of his that I can think of, there's a foot shot. I know. 
I can't think of one in Reservoir Dogs, but I can't remember any women in that movie. Yeah, I can't either. I mean, to be honest. <laughs> but like Pulp Fiction, she's barefoot. Kill Bill, she's barefoot for a lot of... Oh, also there's that like teaching herself how to walk again seems like toe by toe. Oh, yeah. Have you seen From Dust Till Dawn with George Clooney? No, I haven't. It's, I mean, is that it's, a Tarantino movie? Yes, it is, but it's like not a reputable one. But it's oh. like about vampires. But um, you see, uh, T- Tarantino licks Selma Hayek's foot in that movie. Oh no! Uh-huh. And like a vampire strip club. It's weird. And then, um, have you seen Death Proof? Why does that sound familiar? It's amazing. What's it about? One of my favorite tarantino movies and just movies in general it's um less well known i only watched it a couple years ago but it's like two kurt it stars kurt russell and basic gist is he is he's not like the main character the main character is like a group of girlfriends but basically he meets them at a bar and like flirts them a little bit and he's kind of scary um and then his like thing he like is into killing women with his like big car it was like a big oh. car. it's really good it like the end of it is like blow your mind so far one of the best mo- endings of a movie i've like ever seen i love okay, it i'm gonna put that on my letterbox literally i would watch it i might watch it tonight i'll probably be editing this but i have it on dvd so much it means to me <laughs> One of my three DVDs. It's that best of Adam Sandler, <laughs> SNL, and what we do in the shadows. Do you have a DVD player? I do, but you know, yes. Short answer is yes. I bought it on Amazon so I could watch my three DVDs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, truthfully, I did because I'm like, I never watched these. Um, and I don't think it works with my TV. So I do have it, but I haven't actually used it. So, like, okay. The DVD players are cheap as fuck now, believe it or not. me five dollars. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine. I don't even know if I have any DVDs. I again I have three, but I think they sum <laughs> up my personality pretty well. No, <laughs> Seriously, everyone listeners, watch Death Proof. You might have to rent it. It's not like a super easy to find one, but like Rosario Dawson is in it. Um I guess she's kind of like the main girl, but it's a newer one. I think it's from like 2010. So and like, Kurt Russell's in it. He's yeah. the main guy. I yeah. love him. Yeah, he's like a long-haired, kind of like kind of sexy, kind of scary, like barfly guy. Um, no, it's cool. of course. Have you seen the movie? Um, oh God, and it's Brad Pitt playing like a serial killer, like a redneck serial killer. Is it, um, I haven't seen it, but I was just thinking about it the other day, like how I want to watch it. Is it, um, What's it Killing Them Softly? Is that it? It was something like that. I remember his character was named Early. Early. Brad Pitt. That movie's really spooky. I can't remember it's what it's called. It's been a while since I've watched, like, a good, like, mess with your mind movie. I mean, other than Passionately Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> that one I just sat like, oh, you thing. know the ending of that one. I do know that. <laughs> Although there was a, actually a, one thing I did not realize though, not to be blasphemous, but I didn't know that they would choose to make Jesus naked at the ending. You don't, oh. you don't see like 
that's not anything lewd but he's not naked when he goes into the tomb and he's naked when he comes out you see like his him naked from the side <laughs> like, oh, yeah that was a choice you know that was it is it got to be made <laughs> and mel gibson made it <laughs> he did that there's also that scene where the like there's like this guy that plays the devil that like looks like a character from lord of the rings um oh it's like that like worm tongue character in the second lord of the rings movie do you remember him the, like black greasy hair guy like uh yeah like, things to the king he looks like that but anyway they see the devil a few times and like kind of corny weird roles and then and the scene where jesus is getting like whipped so terribly um the devil's like all of a sudden holding a baby it's totally unexplained maybe like real bible buffs know this but the devil is holding a baby and then it like he like turns the baby around it's actually an old man what yeah (laughs) again that was another choice (laughs) yeah not tarantino that our good friend mel (laughs) god i don't remember that but I mean, I watched yeah. it two days ago, dude, so I mean, it's pretty fresh. <laughs> Have you seen that post going around about the Passion of the Christ where it was like, all this amazing stuff started happening and da-da-da-da, and it was like, so everyone on the cast was having a mass delusion? <laughs> like, Well, okay, so this is kind of crazy, and I could probably find it, maybe I should for the pod's sake, but you know, Dasha Nekrasova, like, shared this, like, long tweet about the Passion of the Christ. She, like, one of the, like, weird long tweets. I don't know how people do it. And she said, I don't like, either. She said, like, this is the only one I've actually read of this, because she's, like, such a diehard Catholic. And, um, basically, though, it was about the, the actor that played Jesus. Apparently, he's been in other roles, but, like, I don't think he did anything since then. Apparently, he took the role so seriously that he had, like, tons of medical problems. Um, he got struck by lightning twice and he had to have open heart surgery. And I'm like, this is bullshit. So, you know, I'm like, I was naturally skeptical. I yeah. went on Snopes, like Snopes, the fat checker site and looked it up and it's true on Snopes. My God. Like, I was like always told like, go on Snopes for classes if you don't want like, you know, and call yeah. on Snopes all the time. No, I'm going to try to find real it. deal. It's, it's a real deal. Um, yeah, I'm not going to try to find it, but basically, like, he got hypothermia. His body was, like, in such shock from, like, the conditions that he did end up having to have two heart surgeries. One of them was open heart. He got struck by lightning twice when he was on the rock. I feel like if that would happen on a normal movie set, um, the producers would be, or, like, the creators would be sued for all their worth and the movie would never see the light of day and like you know it would be the union like issue of the century but because like of the Christ, situation. it's like this is his passion he's living like Jesus and it's like you guys are overworking him in the rain and the storm like explain that like we're intentionally trying to get him shocked by lightning like make him yeah. work in the rain with like <laughs> metal sewn into his exactly (laughs) Mel Gibson's just like foaming at the mouth yeah he's like oh my god is Jesus doing this I mean I don't know there's really something to be said for committing to a role I yeah (laughs) which is bringing me to our next point succession last night 
Honor's wedding. Ugh. Were you shocked? Dude, I was shocked and like not to get too into it, but I was fucking traumatized. Like I don't know if you know yeah. calls, but it's mm-hmm. very similar to that. Um Yeah, they nailed it. Yeah, okay, guys. Spoiler alert, spoiler spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Um, but real quick, I'm not gonna apologize for spoiling this because I actually was not that surprised because I fucking got back from Easter driving home at like six o'clock. I put my stuff away. I fucking do a little work on my computer. Shut open Twitter at like 7:20, and it says "Rest in peace, Logan Roy." And there's oh my God. already. I'm like, it's been what like an hour? <laughs> yeah. You can't. Fucking... Everyone's just spoiling everything for that show. No one waits. A second. No. So guys, if you're gonna watch any HBO show on a Sunday night, like, do not log into Twitter until you watch the episode because, like, they give you less than an hour. <laughs> really, I think they give you four minutes. What was that? <laughs> that was my phone. It just vibrated by, on the table. <laughs> no, uh, no it was, were you shocked? Were you surprised? Yeah, I, especially because it was the third episode. I know. Um, and it didn't really, like, we didn't see him, like, getting sick on the plane or anything. It just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. And... But that's what made it so, like, real about them finding out and the chaos. Because it's like, yeah. what happened? And it's like, you don't even know as, like, the viewer what happened. Um, yeah, it was. But, like, once the episode was over, I was like, that makes complete sense that they would kill him off this early. Because now it's anyone's game. Uh-huh. It's going to be all his little cronies, like, you know, vying yeah. for the same Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. Well, I do remember in season episode two, uh, Logan told, um, what's his name, Roman. Logan told Roman that he's like, oh, you're not Pierce News. You're ATN. I need you. I need you. I need you. So I feel like Roman will probably <coughs> use that, you know, down the line somewhere. <laughs> his, la- his last call to him. Like, are you okay? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, guys. Um, I guess we're calling that. Succession season three episode three arguably the main character of the show the father of all the kids who's like the worst person on earth like dies suddenly he has like two lines and then he dies on a private plane when he's missing his son's wedding um which is like a whole other thing but he like chooses to miss his like oldest like least important son's wedding (laughs) um and he's on a plane and then all the kids get a phone call when he's like dying from his team they like we think that your dad is probably gonna die and they all have these like terribly realistic natural reactions to it and the whole episode is just virtually them in like grief and hysteria at this wedding because their dad died like that's the whole episode (laughs) it's really good it's take our word for it (laughs) it's brilliantly brilliantly acted I thought Shiv did a really good job. Mm-hmm. And I'm honestly not normally a Shiv person, truly. But yeah, I thought she was so believable and just like how they got it. It was a lot. Totally. You know that? And it was still so like really funny too. Like when they called Carrie, like Chuckles the Clown. Chuckles the Clown. <laughs> she's just like beaming because she's so delusional. And yeah, Kendall says that. <laughs> That they can use Reagan's funeral tweets. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, that show is unbelievable. It's so good. 
and I don't like what's even going on. I barely understand the plot. No. I feel no, but I don't think you need I to love it. <laughs> it's like it's so weird because it's like a funny show, but it's not. It's a very serious show. It's not. You do fucking have to pay attention, but even if you pay attention, you don't know what's really going on. No. <laughs> yeah. If I understand like one business term, I'm like I'm so smart. I'm a fucking genius. Well, I'm actually. Going on. Uh, they must have like quite the advisor team on that like writing staff. Mm-hmm. I totally thought I'm like all of this is totally baseless like none of these companies are real none of these transactions are real none of the figures are real but like it sounds so believable like the like abbreviations they use and the stress yeah. and the timelines and you know like no one yeah. even knows what they fucking mean but we just like fall for it hook line and sinker yeah and it like looks enough because like Logan's based off like Rupert Murdoch and Fox News and stuff, so it's like it's familiar enough, even if you don't understand like the terms or the business or anything. Yeah, uh, it's like everyone knows who Rupert Murdoch is, and so it's like, yeah, it's just inside the Murdoch family. I know it's so interesting, and even like, does he is does he have Disney? Does Rupert Rupert Murdoch have Disney? I can't remember if because he that's has like, them or not. It's more so of a season one thing, but there's like the the theme park, you know? And yeah. I don't know. He owns well, I guess like there's everything. Like, there's like 20th Century Fox, I guess, used to do movies too until it became Searchlight. Well, it, yeah. then it was Fox Searchlight. I don't know. But I guess that Disney's not the only like fucking media conglomerate that does cartoons. Yeah, I, he must own... Know everything that he owns. I know that, like, um, the storyline of them trying to buy Pierce is uh-huh. based off when they tried to buy the Washington Post, oh. I believe. Or he did buy it. Um, but it was because that was like kind of like a family owned newspaper that he was like obsessed with trying to buy. And then he eventually like wore them down and bought it. Ugh, for if it's anything like the show, $10 billion. Yeah. So apparently, I'm trying to see what assets Murdoch all owned. But from I mean, just immediately, you've got Fox News, Sky News, Australia, and Wall Street Journal. But I feel like they have way fucking more. Yeah, like a trickle down kind of thing. I'm sure. I don't know. Who's your favorite fashion character? Um, I love Greg and Tom. Yeah, the discussion. Yeah. <laughs> um they're just great. I love Connor too. I love Connor too. I really do. I feel so bad for him, but I was happy that he got married anyway. Yeah. And like, it seems that he kinda has things are looking up for him. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I'm rooting for him. I am too. I really honestly and now I mean it's any Clearly anything can happen in the show, but I think that um, my one estimate for the end of the season, the end of the show, is I think Connor's going to be, like, in the front runner for president. Or I think it's going to, like, end on election night somehow. I think it's going to be, like, a Trump situation. I don't know how. Maybe That would be incredible. Maybe. I would love that. I would love it, too. I mean, he's he wasn't, like, 1% in the first episode, but they're still talking about it, you know? <laughs> He married his like, wife. Yeah, I don't know. I, I love 
the old episode um, from a few seasons back where Willa makes her play and he like bankrolls her play. Oh yeah. And then it like fails. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really remember like, wasn't it like about sand or something? It was like some weird ass like abstract. Yeah, and it just like got like terrible reviews and lost Connor like a ton of money. <laughs> I just loved it. And then on the new season, he's like talking about, you know, investing a hundred million dollars in his campaign with one percent instead of like <laughs> using some of it on the money. But it's just like nothing. He's like, it's just it's a hundred million. Like, should we do it? <laughs> it's fucking bonkers. It is just like it's an amazing show though. I think it's the best show that's been made in like some time. Yeah, and I I I can't believe I like it. Because it just seems so un- uninteresting on the surface. I know. It really does. Like, if you don't know anything about it, it just looks like soup from the outside. But, like... Yeah. And the first episode is kind of boring. You have to, like, that, watch like, a few episodes and get into it. And also the first episode, I feel like, makes them seem like maybe, like, the worst people than me. Or, I don't know. Like, I mean, they upplay all the characters probably because it's pilot. But I remember, like, the scene where... Here, uh, Roman like makes a kid that's like a servant's or like a not servant, but basically <laughs> like a housekeeper's child or something at their home, like in the Hamptons. He makes his kid like play baseball and like says that he'll give him his Rolex watch if he like hits the ball. And then when he doesn't, he like, oh, yeah. like they, I, yeah, they really make it seem like the kids are like these horribly corrupt people, which that's not really. Yeah, they're just kind of stupid. They are stupid. They're so stupid. <laughs> and the Shiv dresses terribly. So bad. Always in brown. Always in brown. I've read that, like, they intentionally dress her unflattering in, like, bad clothes. To, like, mm-hmm. make her seem less sure of herself. But, like, in this, um, in the wedding funeral episode, uh, she has her hair in, like, a black, like, Walmart kind of hair tie. But it's like you never see those on shows, and it's like her little buns falling out at her brother's wedding. She's wearing like a like no slip black. Yeah, I didn't even head. like realize, but yeah, I, I wouldn't have noticed that, but I saw it on Twitter as with like everything else. <laughs> okay, do you have any other big cultural happenings you want to discuss? What did we talk about? Barbie <laughs> movie, Nexium. Wait, I actually do have one more that I think is okay. We're talking about um because I, I went out of order which I always do but um I want to talk about the like terrible stupid phony out- outrage about that like trans um influencer Dil- Dylan Mulvaney getting these oh, the Bud Light thing the Bud Light thing but there's also other things so um, I think the Bud Light one's the big one yeah like conservatives are like so pissed off like gay like queer people don't drink beer no i don't you know i used to see um i like saw this thing on twitter that was like bud light literally put out this ad in 2002 and two shirtless guys like leaned back and like provocative <gasps> i remember that commercial and, yeah. like twisting it, it says twist one off and he's holding the bottle like by his dick and like tight jeans it's like <laughs> I mean, I know that, like, this is not, like, a gay ad. Like, this is different. This is a trans girl. But it's, like, they've always done that. I mean, it's money. It's money yeah. that can be spent. 
they have people working for them whose job is to know their markets and how to market to yeah. certain groups of people. Yeah. And that was a capitalist decision. That wasn't a woke decision. No. It was a way to market to get money. I know. So, I like, know. that's just what it is at the end of the day. It, it really is. It's like during Pride, you know? Like the first day of June, like they changed their little logos to like a rainbow flag. And then on the 30th, they, <clears throat> I think 30 days in June, yeah, on the 30th, they like flip it back off at midnight. Like we're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, that was fun. No, but Caitlyn Jenner is who I think is like what one of What is wrong with her? I mean, that's, we can't even get into it because it's too much. But... Someone fucking put, like quote tweeted, um, when she was so mad about the Dylan Mulvaney thing with Nike, um, someone quoted, they're like, God, did you hit your head when you killed that woman in the, <laughs> the <head laughs> run And so people are, like, really using that against her. But I think that Caitlyn Jenner is, like, one of the funnier figures that we have in, like, American life day to day. Because no one takes her seriously, including um, herself. Including like, herself. And, like the obvious like transphobic jokes that could be made aside like she is just like a funny fucking person like her identity actually out of it like how she speaks and the things that she says and and, like her vocal tone and like it's just nonsensical it's so yeah that is a ridiculous person through and through and you can't even be mad at her when she says really like terrible things because it's like you are a fucking clown i know i don't like no one cares what you think i know i know and like for the longest time just like a fucking cling on on the kardashians and now like she goes stays relevant (laughs) making two like poorly performed fox news appearances a year um (laughs) she was like outraged like on twitter because she was so inspired by the legacy of phil knight like the founder of nike that the company would go so woke so I did my research today, and I was like, I looked it up. I went to the New York Post. Speaking of kidding, seriously, love them. I honestly love the Post. They entertain me very much. It like the New York Post reminds me of like a fake newspaper and like a Scooby Doo movie or something. Yeah, the way they write their like, you know, that John Mulaney joke where like everyone's like a baby girl or like a monster like they always use the same sort of like adjective oh fuck yeah there's angel there's monster no that's funny they're like so sensationalized and like so obviously bitchy and like trying to get and so people pick it up i i like it it's like it's very much a like this just in read it read all about it like like, (laughs) newspaper barker kind of paper but i went to the post and Unfortunately, they showed a video of that Dylan Mulvaney like sponsorship for Nike, and of course, the bitchy ass post. It is the <laughs> most cringe and obnoxious thing I've ever seen. Like, they make Dylan Mulvaney like look like, like a fool. Not saying she's not, you know, maybe she's just terrible, but they make her look so fucking dumb. But no. then you read it a couple of paragraphs down, and it's talking about Caitlyn Jenner being so mad about it, blah, blah, blah. But then it says that when Caitlyn Jenner transitioned in 2015, the next year, she took a fucking partnership for activewear, women's active, activewear for H&M, like H&M Sport. And she did like tons of press releases about it, about how activewear is for everyone and how it's empowering for her to take <laughs> 
that woman my direct fucking quote i mean i butchered it but yeah she said like this campaign is empowering for all people (laughs) the thing is at the end of the day caitlin jenner doesn't care about anyone but herself and never has no she has like 10 kids that um she's completely abandoned most of their lives like was very mean to most of his her ex-wives oh my god um (laughs) like see i'm turning you off (laughs) uh but who cares it's caitlin um (laughs) it's like this is a bad person and you can't be surprised that a bad person does bad things no matter what they identify as i totally agree i that that's a take that i feel like I'm more comfortable saying now than maybe I would be a few years ago. A bad mm-hmm. person is a bad person. An annoying person is an annoying person. A dumb fucking person can be a dumb fucking person. Honestly, I feel like there was a real time when you could not criticize anyone besides like a white man. It's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking call Caitlyn Jenner a selfish idiot. Like, I, I don't know. I I mean, I could, <laughs> I had a better insult on myself. <laughs> <laughs> You really went there. (laughs) I'm really hammering it hard on Caitlyn Jenner. (laughs) No, but I don't know. I just, I think if someone deserves being made fun of, being called on their bullshit, being roasted, I think do it to anyone. I don't don't know who Dylan Mulvaney is. I bet they're cringe. They're super fucking cringe. But I don't think that people should be giving them death threats for being on a Bud Light ad or whatever, you know, like <laughs> like Kid Rock. Fucking <laughs> did you see that? Kid Rock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then like so Kid Rock basically bought bought like four to six cases of Bud Light. Goes out to his like quote unquote like rural property, probably in Cortland, Idaho or somewhere of the like <laughs> says, this is what I think about Bud Light. And then he whips out I'm not going to pretend to know the make and model, but he whoops out like his assault rifle style gun and like fires multiple rounds into the Bud Light that he bought and paid for, I'm sure. Um, all for Facebook conservatives. And I bet they ate it up. I bet I they loved it. Fucking ate it up. Um, did you see, what's his name? I don't even know his real name. E. Cario, you know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love him. Yeah, I love Cario Tunnel. Carrie O'Donnell, yeah, what's the E about? I think that's I don't it. Know. <laughs> um, no, Carrie O'Donnell posted like a video of him pretending to be Kid Rock's like assistant filming that. Yeah. There's like very subtle reactions and like it's so realistic. <laughs> um, no, Kid Rock's the fucking worst. Okay, last thought on Kid Rock and then we'll get to the questions. But have you like seen those things coming around of the song that he wrote for the like early 2000s movie Osmosis Jones? No. Hold on. Dude, this is fucking insane. I'm gonna play like my shitty sound bite that I always play once an episode. Um Rock Osmosis Jones. Dean, are you familiar with that movie, Osmosis Jones? Yes, I used to love it as a kid. Great movie. Yeah, well he wrote the song, but like is playing like in this dance club. I don't remember it. 
But the tweet that I found says, has Kid Rock ever explained these lyrics in his song that he wrote for the PG-rated animated film <laughs> Osmosis Jones? This is like a song in a children's movie that's being performed at a club. Ladies, young ladies, I like them these young ladies i'd like them nice and young see some say that's statutory but i say that's <gasps> mandatory they let him put that in a song for pg movie <laughs> i don't a lot of osmosis jones but i don't remember there being like a pervert they're trying to catch so no <laughs> why would that I don't really be... remember a song i think i don't know i i think that we probably would have heard about it before now if it was like a main part of the movie <laughs> young ladies young ladies i like them nice and young see some say that's statutory but <laughs> oh my god i can't believe that's in there that is it's so disturbed it's so hilarious and i don't think it's the right <laughs> to criticize anything ever again because that's not like his like pretty entertaining stupid like trump songs that he writes right yeah he's oh saying statutory rape is mandatory <laughs> <laughs> i hate him he's awful i do too but we love picture yes I mean, um also i thought of one thing uh-huh. When you were talking about the New York Post, or yeah, yeah New York Post, uh-huh. did you see their um, article that was about the most um, inbred family in America? No. <laughs> no. They did a whole article no. about this family that, like, they're so inbred they can't even speak anymore. <laughs> they live in, like, I don't know, like, fucking Kentucky or something. And it's as mean as you can think like, I just can't. imagine them writing about can't it. <laughs> I'm just reading this blind you guys I have the biggest grin on my it's so bad <laughs> okay it's under it's under the subhead weird but true meet the Whitakers inside America's most inbred family that speaks in grunts they redefined all in the family. <laughs> um, the baying vocals of one inbred family sound like a stereotype relegated to only the most exaggerated and offensive backwards cult flicks. However, one photographer proved that such communities do, in fact, exist <laughs> after documenting the secret lives of the Whitakers, aka America's most inbred family whose members communicate only in grunts and bark at passerby. (laughs) Um, Oh oh my God, it's so funny. Uh, uh, I'm trying to find more funny parts. Um, Of the three remaining relatives, only Timmy graduated high school. Um... During his flagship visit, the camera-wielding raconteur was approached by a shotgun-toting neighbor who threatened to use it if the protection team didn't leave them be. They don't like people coming to ridicule these people, says Alicia, who was eventually allowed to snap pictures despite the initial distress. These photos look like you're moving in all of them. They're so 
be formed looking. Um, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> um, the family later clarified they were double first cousins, meaning that they share both sets of grandparents. Yeah, I. It's so bad. And that is the worst publication to be writing about. I, I'm going to have to put a screenshot and put that on the Instagram because it is hysterical. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm going to hell for laughing at it, but the first photo is so fucking funny. I, I love the post. I support the post. I hope they never go away. Okay. And with that, um, speaking of love support, hoping it never goes away, you got to play the long awaited. Oh, yeah mystery game let's do it okay guys um probably not a lot of new listeners but in case there are um we've come to the point of the pod where it's the only recurring theme in the whole thing but basically i and fellow past guests have written all sorts of random sporadic silly weird questions on these colorful slips of paper and i have my guests draw three of the questions read them out loud on the pod um and in case for some reason they don't want to answer a question they can instead donate 25 dollars to planned parenthood so casey what color do you want we've got pink purple yellow blue and green um blue blue okay i'm like playing that kid rock song in my head (laughs) oh okay well, this is from former guest of the pod, um, uh, not Emma, Jesus, um, former guest of the pod, Tessa, Tessa Payne. It's a pretty mellow one. Um, what animal would you be and why? Um, probably a dog, because if you get in with a good family, I mean, there's no better life. You just sleep all the time, play with your toys. That's true. And... Everyone loves you. Yeah. Have no bad raps, you just can't be a dick about it. Yeah, they're just happy all the time, completely content. My um, I want that life. I love that. Yeah, that that would be very nice. I, yeah, I mean, I guess if I had the choice of what animal to be a dog, I'd probably win. Um, my friend Emma, Emma Kelly, her she has this uncle who has like a ton of little dogs. Like, I don't know if it's heaven for the dogs, but it's heaven for me when I've been to their houses. Um, they have like you know they're like nice big kind of estate style houses and when you walk up like seven to twelve tiny little dogs of like various varieties run up and like jump at your legs and it's like oh a my God. Dog. and no matter where the owners go you've got like three to five little like papillons or chihuahuas or yorkies or like interesting little terriers like running after them it's like all dogs go to heaven or something it's, it's that sounds magical it's magical and every time I've been around them I've been completely sober too so I can't even imagine like then what a glass of wine would do (laughs) (laughs) okay so you'd be a dog what breed what breed oh a lab black lab I think a black lab that's a nice a nice chill dog it's a good old dog (laughs) it's a good old dog wow you're so you're just inspired (laughs) <laughs> okay we did blue what do you want to do green green okay oh my 
<laughs> okay, Jay-Z. What is your most controversial political opinion? <laughs> um, I know they're all over the place. It's what kind of dog would you be? And then yeah. you get canceled on air. What is my most controversial? Um, I don't know. I love my name. Hmm. I know it's tough. It's tough because I don't think everyone's version of controversial is different. Like, what's one that, like, maybe, I mean, don't say something that's going to get you fired, but, like, what's one that, like, I mean, I guess maybe you'd be reluctant to say to someone that you just met? I think people are too sensitive about um, maybe, like, terms or like not saying the right term like calling homeless people houseless instead i think yeah. at the end of the day they still don't have a home or a house or whatever you want to call it so it doesn't that doesn't really like if you're not doing anything to help then like what is what is calling them houseless do or something like that like i know i just think like Virtue. and to get like angry at people for maybe using the wrong term is like really ridiculous and sort of like is a waste of time mm -hmm. um and i don't think i think overall people don't mean to be like saying something negative it's just like what they're saying and what they've used and it doesn't mean anything and so i think people are like overly sensitive about that sort of stuff um and i think that's really annoying and um that's probably my most yeah. controversial I feel like it's kind of reactionary to like you know say I don't know <laughs> I think all these things I don't want to say uh, <laughs> I'm like um say let's go back to the homeless thing that's pretty safe um yeah I don't know if the word is like unhoused population or whatever and someone says homeless like, I feel like that's, like, a pretty tame example for, like, a lot of, but, like, if you get actually angry when people say a word that they don't necessarily mean out of home, yeah, and then, then they're just gonna start saying it because they know it pisses people off, and it, like, shouldn't be something that pisses people off, and then it just gets worse, or it gets more inflammatory, like, it's really, like, I don't know, I feel like giving something air is, like, a reason for it to just take off. Yeah, I think people just get too wrapped up into those little things sometimes, and it's really not that important, and it takes away from, like, maybe what is more important. Um, also, I think, like, people use that as a way to get attention for themselves, yeah. and I will use my um, enemy as an example, Demi Lovato. Oh, yeah. I think she is an attention seeker and was changing her pronouns every five seconds to get a new type of attention and I don't think that was very genuine of her because I think that there really are genuine people that want to be referred to as a certain like yeah gender or non-binary or whatever and I totally respect that but I don't respect her and what she did like that well it's just yeah I think that I totally agree with you and I think that just giving so much energy is expended on anger for one but it's like yeah I think that her anger or 
you know, persnickety-ness about, like, her changing her pronouns every five seconds, it seemed. Like, I feel like that was just an intention, attention thing. Yeah. Well, the fact that she, I mean, I understand gender is fluid, it's a spectrum, but she changed it, like, three times. She changed it, like, three times, like, fucking four months, it seems. It's like, okay. And And then would get mad at people if they, like, ever referred to her as like whatever she wasn't going to at the moment like she would like you know like sick her fans on people and she's you know just, that's not cool honestly I she's not like her. funny like I don't like her either um there's a kid from not from Bonnersbury where I'm from but there was all these like program schools um we call them program schools but they're basically boarding schools for mm-hmm. like children of rich parents that were like into too many drugs as 16 year olds kind of thing mm-hmm I had like Lisa Vanderpump's son, Max. I yeah. I have a good feeling he went to one up there. Because like you remember oh, really? the first couple seasons of yeah, I never knew him, but she said that he went to a boarding school in Idaho for like because he was like drinking too much. Oh. <laughs> there, there was literally I think five or six in our county. Whoa. Like, there was like a weird amount of them. And some of the kids, it was usually boys. Some of them were private and like taught the kids at the schools, and some of them went to the high school. So that was like literally like the best day of the year <laughs> when you got so, some like rich trouble kids in the school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like the first day, which is already exciting enough, and then like you get a crop of like five to eight bad boys, and some of them <laughs> were, like that were rich, and some of them had like fun accents, and they all had little stories. And they, mm-hmm. like, walked in a pack, like, the Collins. <laughs> like, usually a few of them were hot, too. And then you'd, like, try to befriend them throughout the year. And anyway, long story short, one of those kids um, was named Austin Wilson. He was, like, really good at baseball. Um, and my mom loved him. But he was, like, kind of like a twerpy kid, honestly. Mm-hmm. He moved back to L.A. Um, and started doing kind of, like, zoomies looking, like, skater modeling. He had a lot of tattoos. And very long story short, he started dating Demi Lovato like a couple of years ago. And it was like a news story in page six, like Demi Lovato's new model boyfriend. <laughs> and you were like that dweeby kid from school. <laughs> yes, yes, I'll have to I'll like I'll have to send you a picture because yeah, he was like pretty scrawny and like it was just a weird scenario. But my mom loved him though. She would buy him Gatorades and take him to the dugout. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's sweet. So it was a big deal. It was a big day for Barb. Okay, thank you for um, giving me your controversial opinion. Yeah. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It um, felt good. Huh? It felt good. Oh, I thought, okay. <laughs> like, what? No, I felt good to say things, honestly. I, I agree. Um, okay, last question. What do you want? Uh, red. Red. Okay. Um, would you rather live your life in complete solitude or with people 24-7? With people 24-7. Yeah. 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 That's pretty easy, actually. I would go crazy. I like to have my alone time, but I like to be around people more. I guess if, yeah, if you didn't have, like, the choice. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that's a pretty easy question. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, like, on a certain day, if I'm really over everyone, maybe I would have answered differently, but... Well, have you, like, done the Myers-Briggs personality test? 
Um, I have, and I don't remember what I had. I think I've taken it a couple of times and I've gotten different answers uh -huh. because I haven't really paid attention or tried. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, so I need to do that. Did you take that um, personality, or not personality, the IQ test that was going around on Twitter a couple weeks ago? No, I saw people posting about it. I didn't take it. Uh, I took it and I wasn't thrilled with my results. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like it was coming from like a little bit of a janky website it was but I feel like those kind of websites are almost like better than like buzzfeed websites because they yeah. don't have ads or anything you know and oh, a lot true. of the time it'll like have a box that's like you agree to use your results anonymously for research at blank blank university <laughs> so I don't know but I mean I, I did take it a little distracted I think I was maybe a little stoned I mean, I was above average, but not like as high above average as I was. You didn't get into the, what's the club that all the... Where, well, is it the 140 club? I don't know if that's the name. I can't remember. Oh, Mensa? Are you talking about Mensa? Yeah, me yeah Mensa. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought you meant the celebrities. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm not in Mensa. Although I brought it up to my brother who like has always been at least bo more book smart than me, at least mm -hmm. at, at first blush. And it, when I told him my answer, which I'm not going to say on air now, so <laughs> um, he kind of like just went like, oh, which makes me oh think he's God. a lot higher than me. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> there, well, there's like the celebrities that people like, again, I don't know how reputable these sources are, but like pop quiz kind of websites be like 15 celebrities you didn't know were actually geniuses. And one of them's Kesha. I've heard that before too. I don't know if it's true, but neither. I'll snopes it like I did for that passion first <laughs> thing. Hold on. Um, snopes is Kesha a genius? Yeah, we'll see if she's really a genius, and then I'll let you go. Snopes is Kesha a genius? Oh, that's Quora. That's not Snopes. Um, well, there's a few not very reputable sources that say she's a genius <laughs> um hey, where there's smoke there's fire I yeah i mean it's really taking off but like kasha shakira james franco are all apparently very high according to that one article i read one time i think james franco started that rumor about himself <laughs> <laughs> well i was gonna say like that's my controversial opinion i want james franco to act again i miss him i kind of do too I love me and that. Bailey were watching um, 30 Rock this weekend, and he came up on an episode, and I was like, kind of miss him. He was, Good like, time. so charming and so <laughs> handsome. Um, I don't know. I saw that Johnny Depp is officially acting again, so. That like, makes me sick. These disgraced men yeah. will probably start coming back pretty soon. He doesn't like oh, sure. original, though. He's playing, um, he's playing the king that was the king when Marie Antoinette came on it's like that had that mistress but he yeah, was Louis, one of the louis one of the louis but i mean like at least if johnny <clears throat> act, he like looks fat and has a bad wig on and like white yeah feet, you know yeah it's hide the, like, like, yeah hide <laughs> the wine swelling and coke use a little bit <laughs> love honestly i love the memes that like get shared of um like thirsty 50 year olds like posting pictures of him looking absolutely awful and just like his style 
and he looks like he's like dead like it looks like he's like hung from a stick he looks awful all the colors <laughs> right out of his the inspiration for that was um lord of the flies with the pig on the stick <laughs> but right. johnny depp is just a pig on a stick but he james like, doesn't want to come back okay do you want any <laughs> you have any last words for the fans i don't think so i guess go read about the most um inbred family in america it's on our best website it's pretty entertaining um go stand the new york post if you live in new york pick up a coffee <laughs> they're on for free on the seats of the subway um <laughs> if you won the giveaway i will be dming you but thank you guys as always so much for the support and all the love I um I'm gonna be really busy for the next couple of months. So the episodes might be more infrequent, but don't lose hope. Just appreciate the time that I am away. And thank you, JC, for yes. coming back on. Of course, anytime. Have a fantastic night. Keep rocking that bun. And I'll see you soon. Bye, <laughs> Bye JC. Bye. <laughs>